Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. It means the world to be looked to as someone who is an inspiration to other women, and that's always what I've wanted to do. Um, uh, like you, Perry, I had aspirations and still have so many. Like, I still want to write a book too. I want to go back and I want to teach at some point to teach other young entrepreneurs how to kind of become um, successful in business. When it comes to how I got started and why I felt like I could keep going was simply just belief in myself. My mom was really helpful in instilling that within me, but just this belief that I can do what I set my heart to do and what I want to do growing up. Um, my mom always said to me, querer es poder. She's Mexican, a Mexican immigrant. And that means in Spanish, it means if you want it, you can achieve it. So she's been saying that to me my whole life. And, you know, I think she's an example of, you know, sometimes there are other outside forces that will prevent you from getting somewhere, whether it's a language barrier or, you know, being met with, uh, you know, just outsiders judging whether or not they think you can accomplish something. And I'm sure Perry, you've experienced that. I know I sure have experienced that, but instead of letting that, you know, make you feel like you can't get somewhere, you let it fuel you to prove them wrong. And that's really kind of how I got started. I feel like that is where and how I most stepped out of line. I grew up getting bullied my whole life and in some pretty severe cases. And um, I feel like the average young girl who goes through something like that, she doesn't always come out on the other side um, feeling positively about herself, right? She would more likely than not be made to feel like she can't accomplish what she sets her mind to, or she is less than because that must be why she's getting put down. And I definitely had moments like that where I would question who I was or whether or not I could continue. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it always was knowing that what was being said about me wasn't true, knowing that I was a good person and knowing that I wanted to do something positive to this world because of how I was being treated. And I think taking that time and flipping that switch to from something negative to something positive is not something that everybody does, right? And I think that is in that way, how I stepped out of line, how I took a negative situation, turned it into something positive, which very clearly, you know, you can identify with, right? The only way to move forward in life is to take what you've been through, no matter how negative it might've seemed, turn it around and make it worth something, right? Make it make sense a little bit more by, by putting positive energy behind it. Um, so yeah, I'd say in that way, I stepped out of line. I mean, I also create a product that looks a little juvenile at first glance, you know, with the little white letters and, you know, I'm showing a, a picture of it now and you can kind of see it's, it's got like a youthful vibe to it. So when I first started making them, I had a lot of naysayers. A lot of people would say to me, and this was eight years ago before, you know, everyone and their mother has started not necessarily knocking us off, but creating products like this. In the beginning, we were like very kind of new to the jewelry space of 
letters like they used to yes of course they were from back in the day they were baby bracelets they were you know kids make them at camp and that was always there but I think you know little words I was the first to kind of bring it back to the market and I had people saying are you sure like are you sure that's what you want them to look like don't you want them to have like the gold bar or be like really like kind of elevated or more like you know regular jewelry and I was like, no, this is the look. It's nostalgic. This is coming back. People are going to want this. I'm telling you, you know, fast forward eight years now, you can find these pretty much everywhere, including major, you know, arts and crafts stores that I actually met at a trade show and they did in fact knock me off. Um, but that's besides the point because it, it just goes to show that I, I, I believed in it. I believed in myself. I stepped out of line in a way that most people would say, okay, yeah, maybe I should change the design, right? But instead we stuck to our guns. I moved forward in the, in the direction that I originally had set out to move. And going with my gut, I, I, I stepped out of line, which is crazy, right? To even say that that could be a way that I'm being different, but ultimately not everybody does that because they allow what other people think and feel to infiltrate and to take over. One of the places that I feel like I really, uh, I, I went against the grain. How did you come up with this idea and was it in college? I did. I started it right after I graduated on a massive scale. Picking a word that means something to you, you wear it for as long as you need it, then you pass it on. Um, and then the best part is each one comes with a little number on the back of the tag. And the idea is you use that code to register the bracelet on our website. And then when you do pass it along and the next person does the same, you can start to see, you know, where that bracelet goes, where it's been. It essentially has a story that's connected to it, you know, person after person after person. Um, and I started this kind of because of what I touched on earlier was I, I dealt with a lot of negativity growing up from other girls. I was bullied my whole life, most of the time without even really knowing why. When I first started making them, I was making them for myself, right? To get through those difficult times. Um, in college, I started then making them for my sorority sisters because, you know, we were as a group getting targeted and, and feeling like we were, you know, less than and, and being discussed in this negative way from other girls, other groups. And it started to be clear to me that, you know, this competitive cruelty is a very female thing driven thing and you know we've we've since expanded to include all people it doesn't matter how you know what you are how you identify whatever that might be um, the idea is kindness you know really knows no bounds but the importance and the reason it was initially started was to bring kindness back to girl world I started the version of it in college I called them warm fuzzies back in the day um, and the idea was it's supposed to give you a warm fuzzy feeling when someone gifted you a bracelet um, and when you would pass it on girl to girl um, and it really Really created a sisterhood bond that we had never experienced before. It kind of just showed me like if this could work on this smaller scale where we were really truly like we went against the grain for the, the stereotype of a sorority, right? And you would think that this girl who was bullied her whole life would stay away from sorority life. Um, but what I experienced there actually proved to me that women, when they come together for this common purpose and this common goal and this, of kindness, you know, what it does is create true bonds, true sisterhood and true kindness. Um, so when I saw how good that worked at school, I was like, let me bring this to the masses. Um, so I, you know, I got the blessing of my sorority sisters who it had essentially become 
an iconic symbol for them. Um, and I had to be like, I'm taking this and bringing it to the world. And they were all so supportive, so helpful. They helped me launch the website. And in that first month we were profitable. When you have the support of women like that and you lean into it and you know, you, you create community, we are bringing more value than just a bracelet or product could. And, and those I think are the best ideas again, that, you know, ultimately will result in, creating change, right? Is it something that actually provides value that goes beyond what you wear on your body? Because, you know, we all love, I'm, I'm a jewelry girl at the end of the day, we all love our little baubles, but what it's giving you is a sense of purpose, a sense of community, a sense of connection, a sense of a place in the world, um, and just a little sense of, 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 safety and security that you've got this word that means so much to you right on your wrist and you can look down and feel it. Um, and then knowing that it's a vehicle of kindness, that when the opportunity arises to take it off your wrist and pass it on, what a cool experience that is. Um, and people love it. People love gifting sometimes more than they love receiving them, which is cool. Um, cause it's a, it's a cool moment. My father who's no longer with us and Perry's grandfather used to make an effort every day, no matter where he was, he would always say something kind and nice to one person. If you could just offer one word of kindness to one person, it could really change the way they look at things for that day or for a few days, or it might just lift them out of something. What you do, to me, it gives me the same feeling. It's a bracelet, but it really could mean so much more. We just opened a brick and mortar store in Manhattan. How did you just say, I'm going for it now? Well, because I'm, I'm crazy. To answer your question very simply, it is this blind faith in myself. It's this belief that when I put something out into the world and I do it with good intention and love and, and heart, that it will pay me back in droves. And so that's kind of the decision when we were making the decision to go to the store. Um, for starters, my husband also had just left his uh, job in finance. He was working in uh, a reputable private equity firm in the city and completely after the pandemic, we also just had our baby. So I have a nine month old. Um, we kind of were like, you know what? Let's let's like put all our eggs in this basket. Let's go for the gold here with Little Words Project and, you know, work together on this, you know, for the common end goal. And once he joined, it enabled us to kind of zoom out a little bit and look at the bigger picture and how we were meeting the customer in the marketplace. And that's kind of where we made the decision to go with a store. Now, an opportunity fell into our laps where we're actually working with this vendor, essentially, that helps stand up retail stores um, for different brands. So we didn't have to do a lot of the heavy lifting, which made a big difference into whether or not we would be willing to do something like this. So last minute. Um, but the goal was to get it up by holiday. I think we made the decision in like July and opened in November. Very quick turnaround. I don't know that we would have done it if I didn't have Bill here um, as my COO because having just had the baby, it was like all I was focused on really was him. Um, so it was a, it was kind of like a, just a, you know, a, a conflagration of all those things where it all kind of the stars aligned and it, it made sense. But um, I will say that, you know, yes, the pandemic really affected small businesses, small retailers and people who, you know, had their brick and mortar stores. Um, we were lucky that we opened kind of after the craziness of it, which was just this past November. So we kind of just missed 
the, the 2020 to 2021 early year. Um, and we're not seeing a huge downturn in traffic even into this next wave. Um, and I think that's because people, two things, I think there's a little bit of COVID fatigue and people are just wanting to get back out there. Um, but two, I think it's because we are really providing um, value to the retail in-person space, right? Where it's different. It's a little different. You're coming for something that you haven't seen before. It's gifty. It is meant to make people feel good. Um, and we saw that same thing on our online platform during COVID where our customers really showed up for us. And I think it goes back to, we built a community that's strong and they wanted to be there to support us and get us through this difficult time, which it was difficult as, especially as a, as a young business owner to keep everyone employed and you know, it, it was tough, um, but our customers showed up for us. And I think it goes back to, we have a really great community. So um, this is just another way for them to meet us in the world. And, um, you know, when they come into our store, they're meant to feel like family. And then when they leave, keep in touch and come back. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really just proud of this, this little family that we've built that is slowly but surely becoming bigger every day. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's a pinch me moment every single time I think about it. How is it working with your husband? Because I know I've been <laughs> quarantined with mine for like two years in your house <laughs> and we're ready to kill each other. And Harry's like, stop. So my husband and I met in college. So he's kind of been here for the beginning. He actually named the brand Little Words Project. We were just Love dating. He's like, what about this name? And I was like, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. So that's his claim to fame. We had a really strong foundation, I think. And, you know, because we met so young, we had a breakup. And I think breakups are sometimes good to like, you know, you just like, you learn a lot and you kind of, if you come back together, it's stronger than it maybe would have been if you just stuck it out. Um, and I think now that, you know, we're this, this really, we had this really strong foundation, it's a lot easier. You know, we also went through um, a difficulty trying to conceive. So we struggled. I think we were at our lowest place in 2019 and, and early 2020 trying to get pregnant. Um, we ended up doing IVF to get our baby. It, was the most humbling grounding experiences because it just helped me to realize that, you know, all these other trivial things that I worry about and think about, like really at the end of the day, like the prospects to me of never being a mother was the scariest thing I could have ever gone through. Right. Like that's what I always wanted. Um, and I know there's so many women out there that can relate to that feeling. He and I really were, became really good at communicating and being able to communicate really makes all the difference when it comes to relationships and, and being able to work together 24 seven. Now, don't get me wrong. We, we go into the occasional fight, but it's how we come back from it that I think makes all the difference. Where do you want your business to be? Where do you see yourself heading? The goal is to continue building things that can kind of add to our world as Little Words Project, how Little Words Project is met in the market, right? So um, the store is one big indication of where we're going to head. We want to open up more brick and mortar across the country, just prospecting where our next place will be. But then my husband and I have plans to do other things. So we actually just recently closed on a property in the Catskills, and it's a, um, a piece of land that we're going to create this experiential kind of Airbnb type space, but really it's a retreat for people um, to go and experience a 
essentially a self-experience where you go and you can um, go to the, our little sauna bathhouse region where you would go and do intention setting and, and positive affirmations. And um, then there's an art room where you can go and, you know, play with all of the, the focus in driven uh, artwork, whether it's beading bracelets or um, playing with pottery or playing with paints and just essentially each space is meant to inspire the, the person there to go in with something and come out a little transformed. And so we wanna create, this one as our first go and then see if we can rep replicate it in different areas and make it both an experience of, you know, a travel destination experience that you come away with feeling renewed because that was the intention. But I think always the main goal of providing value to people, but mainly women um, and, and helping them go from, you know, maybe whatever difficult place they're in and, and coming out on the other side, feeling supported and loved, if not by others, then definitely through themselves. So my favorite stories, I will say, and I think maybe it's because it's what I went through, but whenever I hear from women, who have struggled with infertility and they've gone through this journey of trying to conceive and they're not able to. And that's, I mean, that's a monthly heartbreak. Your hopes go high and then they're knocked down super low at the end of every month. And it's like a really hard roller coaster to be on. Um, so when I see the stories of women who get the bracelets that are meant to get them through that difficulty, whether it's hope or believe, um, know, you know, anytime we see those stories come through and then once they actually get pregnant and then have their baby, they'll send in a picture of them holding this baby with the oh. word on their wrist. I know it like gets me every time it gives me full body chills. Cause I, I know that feeling so well. And, um, you know, it's definitely, it makes all the difference in the world when you've got, uh, you know, this, this word to look down at and believe, continue to believe in yourself. And when, it, when you actually get what you're hoping for, it's just unlike anything I've ever seen, but we, I mean, we get stories that truly like keep me going, you know, and when this gets hard, I like to read some of those customer stories of women from all walks of life, including some men as well, who come in and they share what they're going through. And it just goes to show that, you know, when this, this little piece of hope, as you put it so nicely before too, uh, Perry, it can keep us going, you know, and, um, you know, life is hard. <laughs> life is really hard. And so to have these little things that are meant to just help us through, even if they're silly and small and sometimes juvenile looking, it's a bright spot in our day. And if we can just collect all of our bright spots, it's a clear path forward, right? As opposed to just sitting in the, in the doldrums of, of where we can all sit if we sat and thought long, hard enough. They're supposed to bring back like that sense of nostalgia and they're supposed to make you feel good. Like they're supposed to be youthful looking because they're meant to like, there's no limit on, on kindness. There's no limit on cute stuff. Like we can have women of all ages, kids and grandmas. I mean, I've got full generations of families that will wear the bracelets and they'll pass them to one another. So it, it really is, it's awesome to see. And, and I like that you felt that same way when you saw the colorful ones yeah, too. Yeah. We all have our battles, right? We're all going through something. And, you know, I obviously, I really commend you, Perry, and, and all that you're doing and all that you're accomplishing and the fact that you're not uh, letting your situation deter you from going after everything you want in life. I think that's a really incredible thing. And it's what I try to preach. And sometimes I feel like, 
you know, I'm, I'm outside my depth there because there's people are going through so many things and sometimes you can't overcome what you're going through, right? Like sometimes it's just too much. And I understand that and recognize that, but I'm, I'm endlessly impressed by you. And, and immediately when I heard your story, I was like, I have, I would love, I please get me on with her. And I just really appreciate you, you know, what you're doing and sharing your story and getting out there to share other people's stories of resilience and staying, staying the course while stepping out of line. I love that. Um, I love that, that angle of this. So just thank you for what you're doing and believing in yourself. Like you're proof that when you believe in yourself and you have blind faith in you're here for a reason, you're a living proof of, of what you can accomplish as a result. Perry has all her marathon medals on the wall. It's on a plaque. It said she believed she could. So she did. Hmm. And it's really, that's it. You it's what it is. There's a quote. If you think you can, or you think you can't either way, you're right. So if you think you can, you can, if you think you can't, you probably can't because yeah. you don't believe that you can. And I think it's just, it really all comes back to that. My mother's been saying that to me since I was a little girl, you know, if you want it, you can achieve it. So, you know, just, try though, you know, you gotta, you gotta work at it. <laughs> and a lot of people kind of want to skip that step, especially this day and age. Social media makes everything seem so accessible. And if you don't strike gold and you don't, you know, get rich quick, then you don't want to continue trying, but it's hard. Every element of building a business or building something for yourself is hard. And there are days that you want to quit. And then those are the days you really have to keep going because right. of the world quit. 